This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. The opening verses to Acts chapter 8 and Acts chapter 9 are pretty frightening to me. Acts chapter 8 begins just after the stoning of Stephen. The opening of chapter 8 reads, Saul was consenting unto his death, and at that time there was a great persecution against the church which was at Jerusalem, and they were scattered abroad through the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering into every house and hailing men and women, committing them to prison. Verse 1 and 3. Chapter 9 continues in the same way with, And Paul, yet breathing out threats and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest and desired of him letters that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Verses 1 and 2. My mind pictures the horrific scenes of the persecution of my brothers and sisters, and they are graphic. And I wonder, why would the Lord allow such persecution, and why didn't he stop it earlier? I've thought about this lately in line to the public prayers that I've heard that ask continued peace for those who serve our God faithfully and to protect the church against future persecutions that might come. And please know up front that this is my prayer as well. I want us to have continued freedom to worship. However, the opening of Acts chapter 8 and chapter 9 and a few other biblical scenarios has me wondering, why didn't God stop Paul and convert him Saul and convert him to Paul earlier? I imagine that you have heard the accounts of the horrible slaughter of the early Christians at the hands of Saul and his men. Did God not realize the damage that Paul would do? How many Saul would kill or torture to death? Do you wonder if God had shined the light on Paul or Saul earlier? Stephen would have been around to preach a lot more lessons. How many Christians would have had the chance to teach, would have raised their children to be faithful servants in the kingdom, would not have been imprisoned if Saul would have seen the light and been converted to Paul just days, weeks, months, or even a single year earlier? Throughout the inspired word, the sounds of God's people's suffering rises from the pages beginning with the cry of pain that God heard from the ground, coming from Abel, who had been murdered by his brother, just because he, Abel, had given a more perfect sacrifice. He had done what God asked. That accounts in Genesis chapter 4. And then there's David, who sang praises to God while hiding in caves, trying to remain safe, Well, King Saul had his armies hunting him down. And it was just because David was the chosen next king of Israel. He was just doing what God asked. We find those accounts in 1 Samuel chapters 19 through 25. Joseph prayed to God and his prayers went up while he he said them in the corner of a prison cell. And he was in prison just for doing what God had asked him to do and being faithful to his Lord. That's found in Genesis chapters 39 and 40. Jeremiah stood alone in his prison cell for speaking God's word. In Jeremiah chapters 37 to 39. I also think about the warning that our Savior gave his apostles in Matthew chapter 10 verses 21 through 22. He said, Now brother will deliver a brother to death, and a father his child. 
and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But he who endures to the end will be saved. God heard the early church singing, singing echoing in the walls of the caves as they hid from Saul's men as they were attempting to escape persecution. But they knew they risked their lives just by sitting there, just by singing, just by listening to the letters of the apostles that were read to them to, them to encourage them to remain steadfast. And I'm just like you. I bow my heart, and I hope that our Father will, through His providence, allow us to continue our worship in peace, allow us to proclaim the gospel without severe persecutions that have happened in the past and happened on the, our, in our world with others and without having to sit in a dark cave and wait for the soldiers to come but I must say that I wonder I wonder if we're at ease to the point that if a Saul were here and he was throwing Christians into prison or killing Christians would we be strong enough to finish the story so I've been thinking about Saul or Paul and why God waited. And here's the kicker for me that starts in Acts 8, verse 4 through 8, just after the death of the faithful servant Stephen. It reads, Therefore those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. And the multitudes with one accord heeded the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing miracles which he did, for unclean spirits, crying with a loud voice, came out of many who were possessed, and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. And there was great joy in that city. It kind of puts me to shame, the preaching everywhere in the great joy part. Did they not hear about the problems, the persecution, the death of the great preacher Stephen? Sure they did. So why the joy? I think maybe if we have to ask that, we just don't get it. And I continue to pray. But in the meanwhile, I think that I need to get my bags packed, so to speak, and, and get busy. Time is a-wasting. And we shouldn't need a soul to motivate us. See, I guess I wonder if, if God trusts us that we are up to the task. Because He didn't promise us a, e a life of ease. To move forward the cause of Christ. In fact, Jesus said in Matthew ten thirty four through thirty nine Do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter in law against her mother in law. And a man's enemies will be those of his own household. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it. And he who loses his life for my sake will find it. So I saw at that time why the persecution, why the pain, why the suffering. Well, the obvious answer is because there had to be the persecution to have the great joy. But maybe the better questions are, why the fear? Why the trepidation? Why the concern? But maybe I'm just focusing too much on the question and not enough on the answer. They went preaching the word. 
and there was great joy and a great life to be found and that that's all that matters we hope you enjoyed this program we encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on pandora spotify or podbean thanks for listening